Hello guys and welcome back to Peace of Mind, your Sunday podcast. And this week's episode is none other than my wife. So if you have anything related to your relationship, um, you have issues with it or whatever, tune in. It's going to be a very interesting one. So without further ado, my wife, Maria Celeste Altamiranda de Tarabai. But before I start, guys, of course, as always, thank you, AAB World and Living Kuwait for being part of this podcast. Uh, AAB World, of course, is is the place where you have to go if you have anything you want to buy for photography, filmmaking, whatever it is. AAB World is the place to go. You can also check out their website. You can do some online shopping. You can chat with their online representative and they can answer any question you have. Also, if you ever go there, it's my favorite place to be. And it's Celeste's not favorite place. I won't say she hates it, but she doesn't like it because that's where I spend a lot of money. And of course, Living Kuwait, who are also partners on the show. Living Kuwait is a platform where you can go check out anything that is happening in Kuwait. Bands, performances, events, art, museums, anything, anything at all. It's just a positive website. They only share positive things. So go check it out. It's going to also be linked in the description down below. Don't forget, you can contact me on my email or my social media accounts. It's all linked in the description below. And today's episode is also special. It's a double bill of specialty because one, it has my wife. And two, uh, it's a video. That's that's the first time I do a video podcast. So let's see how it goes. So uh, without further ado... Maria Celeste Altamiranda. Do I have to say your name entirely? No, All it's right. too long. So hello, yourself. hello, everybody. I'm Celeste, Georgie's wife. Yeah, <laughs> that's know. not all I am, but or, that, or, that's what I'll say right now. <laughs> or, or, or as I call it, she's my best decision. She's the best decision I've ever done. And I'm her only questionable decision that she's ever done. It happens okay. to the best of us. Yeah, <laughs> so we're going to talk about relationships, right? Yes, we are. Yeah, so... Uh, I apologize, I have a dog here. Yeah, she's biting the cable so I have to hold her yeah um, so you know many people look at our relationship and they keep asking us like because okay let me let me give people a bit of a preface like we say in French okay so the thing about Celeste and I in our relationship that we tend to be very secretive like it's it's literally me and you alone like we've never shared our problems our fights our disagreements whatever it is it never left our house not even your your parents your family my parents my family we've never shared anything at all and and at the basis i feel this is what makes people think when they look at us they think that oh these guys have a nice relationship it's because we tend to be secretive yeah. So you want to elaborate on that? Why are you so secretive? <laughs> I'm not secretive. Yeah, you love to gossip. That's what I love to gossip, though. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. I, I do understand that sometimes people are frustrated and they will share what's making them upset to to whomever they trust or uh, poorly judge about trusting. Yeah. <laughs> but but that's not the case with us because once you've overcame the problem you leave this idea in yeah. people's mind and they want they didn't work through it so it will stay with them yeah and it's not nice to have your special someone and she's biting the cable for baby yeah just pick her up yeah that, that's our new dog by the way Hello. I know what's going on. it's not ours yeah. it's my, my sister's, sister's in law so uh, but yeah the, the thing is yeah you're right like you, you share a problem that you face with your spouse or your partner or whatever hey hey whoa <laughs> or whatever and and when you share it with your let's say your brother you work the problem with me but in your brother's brain the problem still exists and he never got over it plus yeah. he doesn't have the set of emotions that you have for me to be able to go ah it's okay i forgive yeah. him you're his sister for example so you you are his priority whereas i am not so this is one angle that we we've we've mutually agreed upon by the way since day one in the relationship that nothing leaves our doorstep ever a disclaimer right there we've only been together for six years which might be a lot to some and very little to others but 
okay <laughs> no, but it's I it's mean, working right i mean it's kind right? of working right like we're yeah. married so it's kind of working i assume right? yeah yeah and the, the other thing we we agreed on when we started the relationship is that we always discuss it whatever it is now i know i fall on the i, I they, don't give me that face <laughs> i know i fall on the shorter end of that stick because sometimes i tend to go silent but that's very the dog is ruining everything <laughs> but we we tend i'm sorry guys we cannot leave this puppy alone <laughs> so uh, the thing is when you when you discuss it you work through it yeah and and that's that's what that's what keeps the conversation flowing because otherwise i'm gonna store the emotions and then it's gonna boil up inside me. I'm gonna come back and hunt you with it, and it's yeah. gonna be ten, ten times. The yeah, effect. it's not good just to save for later the mm. conversations because then it builds up, and then you don't even know what you're mad at anymore. Yeah, it, it wouldn't make sense. Yeah. What's 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 the most you uh, that that's me? That's not the dog. That's just my <laughs> fault. What's the thing that you were upset at me the most? Something that I do, I could be still doing it. Let's share. Just share one. Oh, I have a very poor memory, so that will be hard for me to remember. Oh, that's why. Yeah, it that's makes why. Sense. That's why she <laughs> married me, because she keeps forgetting the shit I do. No, I, I, something will come. But for now, I do understand that you have to pick your fights, because... I feel especially when you're living together, yeah. there's many things that you you were raised to do differently. Yeah. We both come from different backgrounds, different households, for Christ's sake. We come from different countries, so... Different continents. <laughs> I'm from Lebanon, different you're from Argentina. Different everything, so yeah. of course we'll differ in many things. Yeah. But you need to pick your fights. You can't be mad at each other for every little thing that they don't do exactly as you want it. It yeah. wouldn't be fair to them. Yeah. So... No, when I'm mad, it's probably maybe something like I didn't like how you said it or who you said it to. Little mm. things like that that he doesn't necessarily have to pick up on. But if they bother me, we need to talk about it and vice versa, right? Yeah. What do I do with you? No. So the the thing is, um, Habibi, it's uh, like, fir first of all, I always tell Celeste this and I mean it from the bottom of my heart. I always tell you that I kind of judge you for marrying me. Oh, why? I don't, uh, but, but that's the thing. People... Because to me, I look at her and you're the epitome of a anything I want in any person. You know, like uh, as a friend, as, as a partner, as a, as, a, as a romantic partner, as anything. You, you're, the, you're the epitome of all of that, you know? And to me, it's perfection. And when I look at... All your life, I'm proud of it. Your past, the things you've been through, you, you know, your experiences, your whatever it is you can throw at me. I am still proud of it because it led you to who you are today, which is the person I love. Except the fact that you married me, <laughs> which can put me in a judgment seat. What's happening? To You're amazing. And I, I understand because you tend to be kind of deprecating like when you're outside you do that but when we're at home you're a complete different you yeah i married the, the other you the one that only i get to experience <laughs> to yeah. its full extent yeah. and understand and love so i very much don't think when i married you it was a poor decision by the way i never wanted to get married i do understand that marriage is probably the biggest commitment anyone can do in their lifetime because it's supposed to la last a lifetime, right? Yeah. Maybe buying a house, buying a car, it's nothing compared to marriage. Because <laughs> so that I found very hard to grasp the idea when I was younger. Yeah. And our story is quite particular anyway. Yeah, the way we got married, but I mean. Yeah, but no, I definitely don't think I made a, a bad decision at all. Yeah. I actually think you're one of my best decisions. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, you feel like that. No, but the thing is to us, um, we've never we've never regarded marriage as an important step in the relationship. To us it was a legal step. We we always knew how to define it, you know? Um the the, the thing is I don't know, like that's the thing. We we never needed anybody's um how do you call permission yeah. to be together. So marriage yeah. to us was... I think that that kind of helps. Yeah. Because it's already very difficult to make it work for two people. When you get more people involved, it's even harder. 
And I know we all care about certain people's opinion in particular, like your parents, your loved ones, you know? Yeah. But at the end of the day, it will be your marriage. So yeah. you are the one that has to be very happy about it. Hey, I know. But uh, th so s three years of marriage and six years together, right? Yeah. That's what it is. Yep. Yeah. Happy. Happy. Okay, now let's let's dive into how we workshop our differences and how we make things work and how because that's the thing most of our friends look at us and they assume we have a perfect relationship. Oh, no one does. Yes, but we don't. It's no. just we're good at <laughs> keeping it indoors, in-house, you know, yeah. whatever the difference is. What are the things that you faced and because I'm not easy, like I'll say it up front. I know I'm not easy. I've never claimed to be easy. I'm not an easy person to be with. So how, what are the key things that you found difficult? And if you can share how you worked your way around them. It always comes down to communication. Once you meet someone, let's say you met someone before and you were used to a way of communicating and then you meet someone else, it's a completely way of communicating. Yeah. You communicate differently at work, you communicate differently with your family. So when you come across someone that you have a love interest for, communication is it's like the foundation to anything that will come after. You need to learn to talk to each other in such a way that you can understand what he or she is feeling yeah. and also communicate your feelings because yeah. they're both important and you need to come to middle grounds with each situation. Sometimes you will have to compromise and sometimes the other has to compromise. Yeah. And it's very important that, that both of you are willing to eventually. Yeah. There's some issues that you will not be able to compromise on and that's okay because that means that they're crucial for you. Yeah. But you, you can find a way to work around it if you actually care to make a relationship work because it takes two to tango. I'm Argentinian. <laughs> well, let me, let me clarify what just happened. I asked her a very particular question and Celeste pulled out her lawyer side and she deflected Aww. the question with a diplomatic answer. Yeah. Be specific. I know you, what you oh. said is true. It's the foundation of what you're about to say now. But uh, I just want to share with people, you could share one trait that used to be hella annoying about me and that you worked around it or... You made me think that you compromised on it, whereas I literally compromised. Because I know sometimes you outsmart me, and it takes me days to notice that you did something. And I'll be driving, I'm like, that bitch just, <laughs> just played me, you know? Like, I'll be driving home, and I remember, like, what the fuck? She played me like a fool, you know? <laughs> but something that you found hard about me, like, not easy. Like, something very crucial, something very deep that you were I don't know you communicated or I worked on or you helped me worked on that's my question well at the beginning I think you would shut down way more than what you do now yeah sometimes you do anyway yeah. and and that's kind of like I felt of course it's minimum disrespectful because if I have an issue you should be talking to me right yeah. about it right yeah. So every time we, we come across a problem like that at the beginning, uh, after we made peace, I would tell you, you can't do that yeah. <laughs> because y you actually take away, away all my tools to fix it. If you don't start communicating, then there's nothing I can do about it. And you stop doing it because I think you would even hang up the phone at one point. No, I've never hung up on you. I would tell you, please stop talking. I think one time. I want to hang up. Like, I would say, but I, I would never hang up I have no memory, so I can't say yes or no. But I feel like something like that. Works in I my think, favor. Yeah, I, think he, I think he hung up. <laughs> but I can't, I can't say hey, so. Hey, hey, hey. What do you say? Ambiguity is in favor of the, of the defendant. So, so, <laughs> so, yeah, that's one thing I used to do. But, yeah, you... Yeah, but you stopped doing it because you yeah. understood what was... It yeah. was causing more problems than what it... Because the more time when you're angry at someone, the more time you had to reflect on it, you start getting, building up this anger. It's very important to talk about it. Yeah. Or else you just connected with this other one and he doesn't love me because he does this and that. And you actually were upset at him because he didn't 
uh, let you sushi. pass first or I don't know he, he didn't ask you what we wanted to eat first or something that so, you wanted so people don't also take this the wrong way because it, it's it wasn't like an overnight success with this issue oh no with us you had to do I, it I w- I'm gonna say at the beginning of the relationship because that was like stage one yeah. but yeah it wasn't overnight yeah it wasn't overnight so that that's an important other thing if you really care about the person look again let me just widen broaden the view a bit if you are abused mentally or physically there's no excuse for that leave the relationship immediately immediately yeah but if the person you're with like with celeste and me to her we saw some defects that were kind of a no-no in our book but we still understood that the person at their core is sweet is nice is you know all, all the good things yeah you work for it you try you have to have patience it wasn't overnight you you helped me get over this it wasn't overnight it took a good i'll say four or five months of you repeatedly telling me if you're upset at something talk to me don't shut down if if i'm upset listen don't shut down and it took a long time for you to build that up in me and i'm grateful for that yeah yeah and that's when you ask me what did i hate about you (laughs) I said I can't remember. I'm I'm being honest. I can't remember anything that used to do that used to upset me. Oh, probably. No, uh, I used to do something. Oh, I'm sorry. I have like. Oh yeah, yeah. I know. I know. I. Okay, so there are two personalities <laughs> that I face the world with. One that is at the core of myself that I reserve for important situations or important things that happen. And that transposes to our relationship because it's very important to me. So the the face I face you with is is my real face. And there's the other face that I face people with, which is the funny one, the one who makes jokes all the time, blah, 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 blah. With you, because you always thought that I'm joking, you assume that even when I'm upset, you can make jokes. And rather, when I'm upset... I want to be heard and used to say used to pick wrong words with me and that used to upset me a lot oh yeah and i had to tell her over and over like if we're like i mean jokingly we call each other names we swear at one another i don't care but when we're upset because we do these things when we are having fun it kind of deflects the purpose of the argument i actually have forgotten about that one but it's true yeah, so I had to tell you repeatedly. And also, again, guys, I saw a beautiful person inside out and I just wanted to maintain the relationship, but I had to tell her what it is. And the old me would have never done that. It would have been, uh-oh, she does this. Okay, bye. You know, And but I didn't. It's because you taught me through my mistake that I should communicate. So I started doing that. And... Today. I, I kind of feel like uh, everyone's sensitivity is different. Yeah. Like what upsets you won't upset me and vice versa. Nothing but upsets. but you need you need to understand what the other person finds offensive. I understand that now everybody finds everything offensive, but yeah. in a couple even even that statement you just made, what does she mean everybody finds everything offensive? <laughs> yeah. I'm offended. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but but when you're in a in a, a couple, you need to understand what he finds offensive. Yeah. And don't do it because why do you want to hurt him? It's not offensive. It's upsetting, more than anything. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't it's get offended. It's, it's about sensitivity. What touches your cords in the wrong way, you yeah. don't do, yeah. and vice versa. You, yeah. you you learn to do that with me as well. You know how I like to be spoken to. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. Yeah, and also me for you. Yeah. Yep. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's coming back to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit! I, tra- <laughs> <laughs> I just I unencrypted an old file that she had on me. <laughs> Jesus, it's gonna come in handy when the fight soon with you. No, but um, here's the thing. And, even and even fighting when you're at that stage of anger, you don't cross certain lines because yeah. uh, what you said you can't take back. It's going to stay in the person's mind. Yeah. Like she's willing to say this to me. So just don't say uh, it. Like for example, I was telling this to Huda, my friend, that uh, uh, it's, it's not that. Like when we are together during the day, during anything, I say the worst shit to you. 
and and you retaliate and it goes on back and forth back and forth like i say horrible shit to you it's therapeutical yeah yeah but not not, not in a, in a way <laughs> not that in i want to really hurt her and not way, demeaning no. <laughs> like it's funny yeah it's funny like for example when i said i i tell you oh that bitch just played me sorry i don't go around like calling you a bitch the whole day i like even i find that weird and it's uncalled for but sometimes during when we're out and you say something about me i'm like bitch i thought you had my back so it's uh, funny no, in the moment. i always team up with our friends against george yeah it's funny <laughs> so in that like uh, and bitch is not even an offensive word it's just a word that is not favorable but it's not offensive oh i do call you bitch as well yeah. i call my dog a bitch i mean yeah like, but you're in a funny fight, to me but i wouldn't say that work for example we've never done that oh no yeah no. because it, it, because again, you're not different, laughing different rules of engagement so yeah. in a fight before i used to tell her you you um what um uh oh like for example yeah i was telling huda that's what i was saying that i would say you would say sometimes to me that's uh you what um you wouldn't say you're being an idiot but something in those lines no yeah and i would tell you i'm not an idiot you could you you're allowed to say that what i'm saying is idiotic to you but you can't call me that and it was a mutual thing that we we i used to tell you like um Oh, just stop stop being a liar. And you told me, no, you could tell me that what I'm saying is... It was with lying. Yeah, Yours was lying. The, the, the lie thing. You, I could never call you a liar because yeah. that's really big for you. For me, it's idiot. It's the other way yeah. around. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah that's how it used to be. Yeah. Like, yeah. If, I, if I'm joking, yeah, I'll lie to you. Oh, by it. the way, he's not a liar at all. It, this is out of context. Yeah, but, I but used I to be. Yeah. I used to be. It, growing yeah. up, not with you, with my dad. Like, And my dad had to stop me. Yeah. Of lying. And then I learned to be obnoxiously honest, uh, honest to, uh, which also correlates with the fact that I don't get offended yeah. easily. I'm know? naturally honest. Yeah. To people. Yeah. And even even it's your, very annoying. Im- imagine, it's very annoying to have to remember everything because you lie a lot. Yeah. I don't remember shit, so <laughs> I can't lie. I can't afford to lie, and then that's. <laughs> the microphone uh, yes okay. hello it's, it's okay uh, by the way guys if <laughs> listen to the other podcast they sound amazing it's just this one we had a dog and we cannot put her on the floor because she's <laughs> tiny and she's still she's biting the cables she's biting the cables she get electrocuted so anyway um so yeah that's that's another thing that we learned to communicate that when we're joking we have no limits with each other and i love that because we, I can we be have limits but it's still a soft line no come on dude i've said horrible shit to oh, you. Yes, <laughs> you have. Like, horrible shit like shit that i cannot with even i can't even offend him so i don't try to go far like that yeah i, I go slow i don't go far yeah no you get to me and you get to me mostly when you try to share stuff that i do in the sanctity of our house that I don't like sharing with people. <laughs> no, yes. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Right? And that gets to me. I'm like, she's <laughs> hitting that nail in the coffin. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> no, but yeah, usually I don't. And that's, that's another thing. It, it, it could be that because maybe, because we have different personalities, guys. Um, like, for example, my line of work is more into creativity, art, and chaos. Whereas Celeste's work is mostly being a lawyer, linear, and, you know, A, clause A plus clause B equals consequence C. So we have two different personalities, two different modes of operating throughout the day for our brains. So when we collide, when we met, when we used to date, I think it was easier on us to ease in that middle ground, seeking that middle ground, because I used to joke a lot. And that's my thing. I fell in love with you because of your laugh and the way you laugh. And I got it until this day. I would try to and you know that I try to make you laugh just because I think it's the most genuine form of emotion that you can share with somebody or hate. It's it's one of both. So it's either hate or or laughing these are the two genuine feelings other than that i feel people have to process that emotion and try to 
But if you're laughing, you're laughing. You don't know that you're laughing until you start laughing. You know what I mean? But yeah. for love, you have to think, oh, am I in love? Do I love this person? I don't know. What. So that's my thing. I, I fell in love with your laugh and I got addicted to making you laugh. So I think in a way this, or you can disagree, this helped is in finding that middle ground between us where you can exist and I can exist without me killing off my personality and you killing off your personality entirely. Do you think so? Well, when I fell in love with you, I fell in love with you because you made me laugh and also because you were incredibly smart. Yeah. And I'm attracted to brains. <laughs> yeah, me too. Zombie. <laughs> no. So, I, I don't know. I do understand that there's a romantic phase, the beginning of the relationship where things are not so clear. But I felt like I was in love with you, like in that romantic phase, but I still saw you with clarity. Yeah. Because you were not able to hide all of you. Yeah. And I was able to take it in and work around it. Yeah. Yeah, but, but we do respect our spheres of communication yeah. separately. Yeah. Because I'll never communicate with someone the way you do. Yeah. And you, you, you would more like me, but I just do it all the time. Yeah. You play around it. Yeah. But it's, it's like, that's, our, that's what I was saying. We, we, we do have very separate lives. We have separate interests and sef separate sphere, uh, spheres of communications with people. Yeah. And then when we come together, that's our, that's our niche. That's mm -hmm. the protected area. Yeah. That's where we get to be ourselves, raw, good days, bad, day, bad days. We will yeah, because yeah. I never... I the world is one thing, we are another. Yeah. That, that's how I feel because I and even I think our closest friends people who are very close to me and you know this about us that we can mirror this happy not to lie or anything but because we feel that the best way to workshop these problems that we face at work or in life or whatever it is it's best workshopped in the sanctity of our own relationship rather yeah, than with people yeah it's also out of respect to our friends and to us yeah because you don't want to get them involved in petty greedy yeah uh, yeah fights. i mean like sometimes you're upset at just work and i'm upset at a client yeah, it's just frustration it might not even be what's bothering you yeah what you yeah. have going on with yours yeah someone what what's what's your hack like let's let's just get off of let's step sideways a bit what's your hack like if you find me upset what's the one thing that you do and you know will work whatever is that is it is that is upsetting me that you know will calm me down because i, I know your hack and i'm gonna share it <laughs> uh, <laughs> mine is easy yeah. now with you i just need to get you out of your mind yeah. so i will pamper you yeah I will put you whatever you you are, you like to watch because he does shift interest very quickly. Yeah. I will make you shisha. I will make you something nice. You know they say love is in the details, and yeah. when someone is down, they need to be made feel good again. You yeah. know. Your, yours is pretty simple. <laughs> You'll make me pizza, laugh. Coke. Pizza. <laughs> pizza. Coke. Show up. Look, whatever happens, just show up with pizza and a Coke for Celeste. Yeah. She'll love you forever. The low days, pizza, Coke kind of day. Pizza, Coke, M&M. &M. Yeah. And, and but without the pizza and Coke, it makes no sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But often I would get you an awful load of chocolate. Yeah. And, and here's the thing that you don't know probably about yourself. Most of the time, you would never even eat those chocolates. But the fact that it's a lot of chocolate makes you feel happy. So yeah. your, your therapy is in the quantity, <laughs> not in the consumption. And I know that. And I always do it. I'll always eat one at a time, but I like having them. <laughs> yeah, like I call Celeste, what are you? He's like, I'm coming home. I'm like, how was your day? He's like, oh, stressful. Uh, don't want to talk about it. Like, uh, it's going to get me upset. I'm like, okay. So I hang up with her, order a pizza home, pass by the supermarket, make a big purchase of chocolates, like whatever it is, whatever I find on the shelf, I'll get it for her cookies, chocolate whatever just fill up a big bag of chocolate and make sure we have coke at home and that's it you're done yeah with yeah. you it's more like relaxing the body like nice music yeah. a bath shisha hey i don't do that <laughs> he does too. i'm not bubble <laughs> bath <laughs> bath and body hey, works oh, oh. Bits, that's what i'm talking about <laughs> see <laughs> but it's really good i mean like i don't understand why men are not open about pampering time they I'm need open. to my friends are not they'll make jokes <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they but do but they all do it I know mm. it I know the girls <laughs> yeah so uh, 
<coughs> sorry the um, it's been six years actually seven soon we uh, on new year's it'll be seven yeah, so it's like yeah. six and a half six and a half years six and a half years we've went through through hell and back hell and back literally I, I i couldn't call it anything else and there's one side of me that i want you to share um actually i'll share it and i need you to sh- explain why did you make that decision to marry me even though of that thing because while i know love is all about supporting the other and not caring about anything any problem they have financial physical whatever it is but realistically in today's economy people tend to make uh to to take that and consider it while making that opinion so how come you married me knowing that i had only less than like eight dollars to my name literally less than eight dollars i already knew you yeah that was just circumstantial yeah um it was the right time for us to get married anyway yeah so it, it was not a difficult decision for me i already knew you i understand that that money is cyclical i do love money don't get me wrong i work for it <laughs> uh, but i've been taught by my father especially to be very independent yeah. so the fact that you have n- no money let's say it would not affect me yeah i, I can if anything yeah i would help you grow I but because I know I had a lot to work with. Yeah. You you were always very talented, very focused. You have great work ethics. Where whatever you do, that's why you were able to change career paths. Like that's something that people don't dare to dream sometimes. Yeah. And you did it for your own state of mind and I understood that's the thing. I already knew you before I made that decision. It didn't come like blind. Yeah. I knew what I was dealing with. I knew your family. I knew your background. I understood your circumstances as well. Yeah. I was there. You didn't tell me about it. I was there. Yeah, like I. That's another error that I've done. Is that throughout a year and seven months, I was completely broke and broken, and I never shared it with her because I didn't want it to be a reason for her to get scared and leave. And that's of my poor judgment of not knowing you properly because I was I didn't focus on diving into you I focused on diving into my problem and pulling myself out so I assumed that if I told you that would frighten you and you might want to leave because why would you be with somebody who doesn't know what their future is like he doesn't even know what career he wants to be in and back then I was still you know miserable driving to do an 8 to 5 job and being miserable the whole week so i didn't tell you and that was of my poor judgment as well because had i known you would be this understanding and this supportive and this awesome i would have done it way earlier and i knew i would have navigated through that easily more easily but in retrospect i look at those times that i spent on my own and they were necessary for my growth and my state of mind today so in a way I did you wrong, but I did myself right. You know what I mean? And vice versa. Like, by not telling you I did you wrong, because you should have been involved in this, but I did myself a favor. But at the same time, and it got really hard, and, I, and it got really mentally stressing for me, and, I, and it took a toll on me. You, it came to you as a surprise, not totally, because you sensed it, but the effect was so blown out of proportion that you thought is there something that i don't know and in return i did myself bad because i had no system of support in that exact moment that everything flipped on me you know yeah but and and that's the thing like that's why in every forum that i that i go to when i'm asked to give speeches about mental health or or growth or whatever it is my story is always centered around you because and i tell you this often like my strength is embedded in your belief in me like take your belief out of the equation and i think i'll i'll i won't fail but i think i won't be as daring as i am today it's because i know i have an awesome partner who would see an opportunity in failure that makes me go all right what's the worst that could happen 
it's a lesson learned, worst case scenario. I and think I that that's, that's that. a good thing that I don't know why I have it. But I do see the best of people. Yeah. Sometimes I wish people would see about them what I see in them. Yeah. Because we're great at, at just bringing us down by our thoughts. Yeah. But someone that actually believes in you will, will lift you up. Yeah. That's what you need to do for the people you love, for your friends. Yeah. So that, that's, that I already knew your essence. You just yeah. needed support at that mm. time. I mean, like, come on. The way you lost your dad was not no one no one could go through it better than you did yeah. it's very difficult for anybody so it would have been very i'm, I'm glad I, I i'm not but it would have been a very poor character of me not to be with you yeah 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 but i mean i i know someone else wouldn't have but oh, i'm glad i did yeah because you know things get better yeah and it did. I mean, where, where I am today, on every level of my life, like mentally, romantically, career-wise, financial, I would have never assumed I would be here today two and a half, three, three years ago, three and a half years ago, when I was going to court to get married to you. And they asked me for, I remember it, I had two KD and a half in my pocket, which is equal to $8. And they asked me for one KD for the stamp for our marriage contract. And I was like, I don't care. I don't care. Like, I'm, I'm, it's going to turn around and it's going to turn around. And here's the thing. I never let go, but I was fearful. The, the, that's my thing. I was fearful the whole time of doing anything, of, of doing anything. Because I, I don't know, I, fi I felt like I have responsibilities. I have things to do. So I couldn't really throw myself out there like anybody else would do but when i married you and before that like a week before that something dawned on me that like if i lost my dad which is the worst nightmare like the, the most horrible thing that i assumed before that could happen to me and i would always tell you that and i'm i'm alive i'm fine it kind of dawned on me and the f the immediately there's a flip switch that just flipped in my brain i'm like if if I lost my dad and I'm okay, what the fuck am I afraid of? Like, what else can scare me? You know, money, career, a job, blah, blah, whatever you call it, it doesn't scare me anymore. And, and when I told you this, you were very supportive and you were like, yeah, that's a way to look at it. So go ahead, do, do more. And ever since our relationship, it's been of you just telling me do more and I'm glad that I'm able to always return on your investment, not financially, but just mentally. But, but you make it seem as if it's all me. It's not. Yeah, but <laughs> you have an inner thrive. That's what you go for more. Yeah. And they are just cheering you on. But I'm not the one making you come up with yeah, the new but ideas. Yeah, if I ever feel doubt in your voice or in your support, I would probably think twice about it and you know me I, I sometimes I would come home here's the thing like I come home and we would have a full day conversation about something I don't know something different weird like say a problem with the paper that we need done in Argentina and Celeste would come home and the first thing I meet her with at the door is I want to do this or I want to buy this piece of equipment and it's expensive and for somebody like you who is very linear and to you it's x equals x times y equals z and to me it's more like x times talent plus time equals z it's a different equation and i thought i'm gonna have a hard time showing you the worth of my equation because once you asked me you told me uh, the, uh, the first time we because you know when we married we shared everything together so we share a bank account we share everything so i came to you and i'm like thinking of buying this you told me i think you should but do you know how you will return the investment and the thing about me is i cannot prove the the, the validity of an investment to save my life 
but I could tell you what my guts feel and that's usually right for me. So I assume it's going to be harder for me to be able to grow as a company because, you know, I'm, I'm an entity with you and I'm an entity with my partner, Ricardo. I assumed there's a wedding in the background, by the way. <laughs> I assumed it's going to be harder for me to try to prove the worth of what I'm doing. But you were so supportive for somebody who's jumping out of their comfort zone, which is your comfort zone is knowing that if I invest X amount, I'm going to return it throughout this time. With me, it's random. But here's the thing. Throughout the days, you learned also that my gut feel is on point most of the time. So I'm not cocky and saying all the time. True? True. True. What do you want to add to that? I have to be honest. When he wants to make a risky investment like that, to something inside of me that says, ah, but I'm not going to be the one to tell him. He has to go about it. He has to figure out if he was right or not. So I would never be the one making him not. Of course, if you were doing something crazily stupid, I have to tell no, you, well, that's crazy Habibi, stupid. There are things that are, <laughs> that are universally stupid. Yeah, right? and they, but normally normally you've done your research. You don't, yeah. you, the, this stuff doesn't come out of the blue with you. Yeah. You, you you know what you're talking about. The fact that the opportunity hasn't come across yet doesn't mean you don't have to be prepared for it. Yeah. So you start preparing in advance. And I understand that that's how you're working lately. Yeah. And in business, sometimes you have to do just that. Yeah. 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 Th- yeah true. Probably I yeah, mis- yeah. misinformed. Yeah. Most of the yeah, time, you have a reason why you're going for that particular yeah, it investment equipment or whatever we're talking yeah, about. Yeah. It isn't random that I see it online and two minutes later I tell us I want to buy it. No. Usually it takes me. I would obsess about something for two months and then dump it and find something better. And and that's when I come to us and go, I think I'm going to have to make an investment. So it's out of the blue for her, but not for me because I've been researching and researching and monitoring the market to see if it, you know, if yeah. that could give me leverage or not. It's still risky, but for example, I'm a person of a career. So I'm constantly improving, uh, trying to improve myself by studying more, by doing courses, doing different qualifications, whatever. I know what's linear to me is what will take me to step two. But what's not linear to me is the return. I might never have to use it, but I still have to do it because or else how else am I going to be prepared for, for the next step, right? Yeah. It just works differently when you own your own business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that, uh, I mentioned this just to bring it back to the fact that that's that's what keeps me going. It's when you say it's not all me, it's you, partially. But know that that part that is partially to me is also embedded in your belief in me. And, and you're my strength, and you know that. And, and you know how awfully defensive I get about you is because I feel that you are the core of of my existence and i mean it like everything i've done everything i've achieved everything i've accomplished the big names that i've worked with i owe it all to you and i'm aware of that and i'm i'm further marking it uh online to be forever because here's what people always keep saying to us and you can concur when people say oh why do you keep saying that about your wife what if you divorce her i'm like (laughs) i'm like a that's never gonna happen but b let's assume it does i can never take away the fact that you saved me from myself and you pushed me to achieve my final form you know and evolve me you evolved me and that's very important to me you know and as, as celeste said it's it's not about the big gestures we're never about big gestures me and you we do we do constant stuff but yeah. not big i mean like what's yeah, big? yeah but i don't know what's big i'm not buying you jet does it <laughs> yeah yeah but like for example she would she would be at the vending machine she would get me a banana because she knew i'm picking her up like that to me says a lot the just the banana purchase says a lot to me like if i come home with flowers without doing yeah. anything bad that's yeah. that's just me you know like i'm passing there and i have time why not i can pass and pick her pick something up to make my wife happy and we do this constantly yeah and the devil is in the details as you said we do these small things often oh often. i say the love is in the details not yeah. the de- <laughs> because <laughs> the same the because same both of us 
I mean, both of us, we don't allocate much weight to words. You mm. agree? We love, we're very kind to each other. Yeah, I think yeah, that's yeah. important. But, but, but I mean... In, in but if you only said stuff and didn't do shit, uh, of course not. Yeah, like to you... Yeah. Wh- what counts is what you do well, for me, how you're there for me. Yeah, exactly. How you treat me, right? Yeah. So to, to us, she can s- not say I love you for the longest time, which you haven't said since two days ago, by the way. But... I boarded the plane and I said I love you. Yeah. Okay. Then I've been sleeping all day. How can <laughs> I say? <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. But the thing is, she's the way she does small things for me. You know, like uh, how I she said I love you today. I remember. Yeah. How she would <laughs> like, for example, wake me up, or how she would ask me a question, or how would she would stick by me. Like yesterday, I had to work for eight hours. And just because she misses me a lot, Celeste went to with me and she was bored out of her brains. Like she Ain't was no internet in Lebanon. <laughs> yeah, and 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 you did it. And that's small th- that's a huge thing that you've done. It's not a small thing. Kinda makes me fall in love with within with you more. Like you you're willing to see glimpses of me than rather be at home playing or doing anything you wanna do or studying even. But you'd rather be somewhere where you can just catch a glimpse of me and waste eight hours and i love that about you and i'm like that you know like because i say a lot of shit but at the end of the day it's my actions and you know that about me even even in public i i tend to be the guy who makes the inappropriate jokes the the things that make people (laughs) upset (laughs) upset but i don't believe in them because i don't think words have any weight at all you know words are words and they die the moment you say them yeah so right now, because I know that, I'm the kind of person that just doesn't let any misjudged word out yeah. because that's not me. Yeah. But because I already know you, you can say whatever. I know what you actually think. Yeah, and I say. Yeah, I know George has a very big heart mm. for for a lot of people, for a lot of beings, not even only people. So he can make a joke about I don't know dead babies or. <laughs> I know that at the end of the day he's actually helping the causes. He's not he doesn't believe what he says. He's making a joke just to make people understand that there's an issue. There's a Yeah. Like again, words yeah. don't mean anything. But uh yeah. So that w- that was fruitful. Was it? I love talking to you. Oh, I off, knew you did. Because you married me. No. I don't, I don't know if I was close enough to your microphone, though. <laughs> yeah, you kind of went back and forth. Oh. But it's okay. You don't have to know these things. I have to know them. And that's another thing that we do. We rely on one another in different areas. And I love that. Because we, 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 it, it's kind of us endorsing the other person's strength. Yeah. So, for example, with, <laughs> with financials, I'm horrible. So I let you take the rein because I trust you and I trust that whatever you do, I know it's for our best interest. Even if you go and zero our account, I don't care. And you rely on me to make sense of difficult emotional situations. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that because we kind of share. It's like, hey, you're strong in this. Why don't you help me? And I'm like, hey, you're strong in this. Why I, don't I you think help in me? the end, at the end of the day, what works for us doesn't work for everybody. Yeah. But it's about finding the mechanism of give and take. Yeah. If you care about the other person, you find a way. We're not always at our best, but yeah. we need to to understand and trust each other and help each other. Just be okay, be better if they yeah. can. And and the thing is, I think to wrap it up and just finish this episode it w- would be that we studied one another in depth i I think that's the the core of our success if we want to put it in terms that anybody can use for their relationships for anything they embark upon we literally studied one another in depth and we were exposed to one another a lot like we i would see you daily for four or five hours and that's not a small amount of time that's why when I look at you, I don't see six years. I see life partner. Like I, I feel that you've been there since, I don't know, since I was, since I could ever remember. It's because we've spent that substantial amount of time together. And while this th- part, that being together a lot doesn't work, but try probably studying the other person while being exposed to them a lot. And by exposed to them, meaning 
that when we're together we don't use our phones we don't we're not looking at anything else we when we're having a conversation like now of course we're married do we each have i have my work you have your own so sometimes we're busy even if we're together but when we're just talking to one another we're totally focused and i love that about us so that's i think this could be the advice we'll leave people with is to study the other person and just be and find a way to talk to each other yeah and be 100 percent with them by being 100 percent means communicate yeah right yeah if you have a person that is willing to do that with you work on it yeah it's golden yeah. It's if you don't have someone that's willing to talk to you or leave abusive them. leave them or abusive <laughs> yeah or abusive when we said that we don't talk to each other uh, to other people about our relationship that leaves abusive situations aside if there is any sort of abuse you talk yeah if, if you, there's you abuse, talk you leave you immediately tell yeah. somebody and you make sure you can leave that exit without being hurt yeah with that being said um any final thoughts i love you I love you too. <laughs> <laughs> but any final thoughts for the podcast? Yeah, thank you for having me. Oh, so sweet of you. You're my wife. I have to have you. You held a gun to my head to have you on this episode, so don't pretend like <laughs> oh, they am being cute that you're thanking your husband like you're that professional. <laughs> I love you too. Thank you for being here. Uh, we're in Lebanon, by the way. That's my balcony. You can't see shit of Lebanon because it's really dark and we have power cuts and all that shebang. And kids are playing downstairs. I bet you heard them. With that being said, guys, that was the episode. Uh, I hope not the last one with my wife. Because there's a lot of things that we could share. Uh, like we can dive in into the mechanics of relationships. So if you guys enjoyed it, let us know. Share this video or this podcast. However way you're listening to it or watching it. Uh, and please don't forget to follow me on my socials. They're going to be down there in the description down below and also guys if you want to say anything to me at all don't forget you can email me my email will also be down there and thank you aab world and uh living kuwait for being uh, partners and friends of the show i highly appreciate their support and they are just awesome check them out guys they are in the description with that being said thank you maria celeste altamiranda de tarabai don't have to say your name completely no just thank you habibi thank you mi amor Thank you, my savior. Thank you, my queen. Thank you, my everything for being here with me today. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to share, like, and this was Peace of Mind. See you next Sunday in the podcast where we say stuff about things. Bye.